imagine for a second that you landed the new job or you got that promotion at work or you lost the weight that you've been trying to lose or you redid the room in your house that you've been putting off for so long or what if you got to take the vacation imagine yourself sitting on a lawn chair sipping a drink looking out into the beautiful ocean and just relaxing or what if you found your dream man you've been wanting to go on dates but you've been so scared sure enough it just happened you feel in love you feel secure in yourself damn you look good well friend what i want you to know is that there are good news ahead this month i am hosting a workshop it's called stop sabotaging your goals in this workshop we're going to be exploring what comes up in your head what negative beliefs are there and we're going to learn how to dismantle them and how to overcome them because when we stop sabotaging we achieve our goals and sometimes we just need some support and a plan that works time and time again so those goals of a new job or losing weight or redoing a house or taking a vacation or even finding our dream man is possible i would love to invite you to attend this is on january 29th at 12 p.m and it's only $47. But good news is that until January 23rd at midnight, there's an early bird special of $37. So I encourage you to click on the link below, sign up, and attend this workshop. It is gonna be an incredible two hours of transformation, of skills and awareness. And you're gonna leave feeling inspired and leave feeling ready to take action. Take action to achieve those goals of yours. So simply click on the link below and let's make these dreams, these goals a reality. We have Emily here today coming to us from Norway. She has a gift and a love of understanding science and bringing it to our ears in a way that just makes sense. She's also passionate about healing women holistically and helping them achieve the goals that they want in their life. I asked her today to talk about balance because she is someone that has learned how to create balance in her own life and does a very good job of helping women do that as well. I love how she says this. She says there's going to be things that don't go as planned, but the best that we can do is accept that challenges are going to come our way and then prepare in the ways that we can. That balance really comes down to this fundamental. Our choices impact our habits, which then impact our goals. So how do we make choices that are in line with our goals? How do we make choices when sometimes we don't want to? Emily's gonna share her tips and her wisdom to help you make powerful choices that lead you towards creating habits that really help you then achieve the goals that you want in your life. Let's help you create the balance and the life that you desire for yourself. Well, ladies, you are in for a treat today. We have Emily here and she is coming from a different part of our world, which is going to be fun for her to share where she's from, what she does. But one of the beauties is that despite wherever people are in the world, there is a connection to be had. And Emily and I connected just a couple of weeks ago and I felt so inspired. I felt so filled up and I really just could feel that she is just a very genuine, authentic and very real person. And 
I was blessed by our time together. And so I hope that in this time, you guys are also blessed by her wisdom and just her experience um, and her take on life because it's a treat and I was able to receive a lot from it. And I hope that you guys receive as well. All right. Thank you. Oh, it's lovely to be here. Well, yeah, I as would you... love for you just to introduce yourself, tell us your name, where you're from, kind of what you do, so we can just get to know you a little bit more. Yes. So I'm Emily Christensen, and I'm connecting from Norway. So as you're right, it's quite far from you. <laughs> so it's afternoon at my place now, and I think it's daytime at yours. This yeah? is morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is correct. Well, um, I'm a teacher. I'm a science teacher and uh, I'm an English teacher for refugees. Um, I think I had mentioned it to you earlier. And uh, part of my job as a science teacher is learn about the body and uh, teach about the body as well, because it's all about learning and, uh, and teaching. Mm -hmm. And uh, people sometimes forget that as a teacher, you also learn something every day about your students and about how to be better and how you study and what you study and what you teach and how to be better. So that's what I do. And uh, when I'm outside class, I, um, I endeavor to be, I think what they call an entrepreneur. So one time I've been an entrepreneur, another time I was an affiliate and uh, sometimes I'm a solopreneur. <laughs> yes, yeah, so lots and, of different uh, roles, but you're just learning and growing and and, yes. Exactly. But I think the, the title that I, I really uh, liked was Parallelpreneur. That's what caught my attention. I was like, what is a Parallelpreneur? But a Parallelpreneur is simply somebody um, growing a business besides their nine to five. Uh, so I thought, yeah, that describes me better. Right. So, <laughs> so what I do uh, besides my nine to five is um, helping people age gracefully. That's what I do. I'm an advocate for uh, aging gracefully and uh, I am uh, within health and wellness. So I joined two lifestyle companies and I share uh, uh, my experience and I share my knowledge about how we can take better care of ourselves in order to age gracefully. Mm. Love that. That's awesome. And I just had to like, I love when I take notes during these times, because what you said just before that was just, how can we learn? How can we learn for the people in our life, our students or our clients or things to become a better version of ourselves? Uh, we learn by listening mm. to begin with. I think it's the very first point when you simply listen to other people's experience and journey, um, it's the first step, step to start reflecting about mm -hmm. your own journey and your own experience. And uh, we learn by sharing. When we share knowledge, uh, it's a great thing. And we also learn by looking for information. Mm. And uh, that's what I have encountered in my, in my journey. And we learn by accepting that we don't know everything. Mm -hmm. So That's when you're aware yeah. and you accept that you don't know everything <laughs> and you open, you have, you're open-minded, uh, you're open to new ideas, then uh, 
the learning starts. Yeah. Because we're after, we're after growth, we're after healing, we're after restoration, we're after just being ourselves. But if we don't have that curiosity, if we don't have that open mind, information is not going to come. It's not going to be able to place itself anywhere. Um, Exactly. We don't process the information. So the very first step of learning is acknowledging that we have something to learn and uh, accepting that we can learn from other people. Mm. And that knowledge is not necessary that somebody knows better than you, but that somebody has something or has an information that could benefit you, something you didn't know. Mm-hmm. And many times people are afraid because they see they see knowledge as and learn the learning process as somebody knows better than me. So whatever I have to say is not gonna beat the other person's knowledge. And that's why I say you're wrong. We all contribute in learning. Mm-hmm. When I think about so many of the clients that I serve, is there is a finite fear in trusting people. Because they've had people in their life that were there, quote unquote, to support them, but they didn't. And they invalidated them or they didn't meet their needs or they dismissed them or whatever comes up. Um, And I think my, my take on it is trust the people that you feel safe with. Trust the people that you feel like you can be your true authentic self with because you have to feel aligned to that person to trust them and if you don't the growth isn't going to happen or the desired change and learning just won't happen but it's being Mm -hmm. wise in who those people are because that healing that desire for growth I mean that's what my desire is for my clients but if I say you know what you don't feel safe with me my approach doesn't connect with you don't work with me I don't want you to because I want you to feel safe and I want you to be able to feel safe so you can grow and can learn. Exactly. And uh, I think that's very important because um, not everybody is going to be a connection. Not everybody is going to feel connected to you or me or other people. And uh, as you say, there has to be a trust. There has to be a connection for the knowledge or the learning uh, to happen. And uh, you will share with somebody you feel at ease with. And you will receive from somebody you feel at ease with. And it's not always a match. And sometimes you can believe that somebody is a match and is not. And I think that's when it's nice to set boundaries. So it's very nice uh, that you use the example of, I'm here to help you, I would like to, but if you don't feel that I'm the person, the the correct person to help you, uh, then um, I'm very happy to let you go. And that, that's very nice. It's nice to let go because yeah. we can't always save everyone. But uh, it's definitely start with the connection. Mm-hmm. It has to be there for the learning to happen. Yes. And the healing. Mm-hmm. With connection. Yes. Yes. Starts with connection. Starts with trust. Starts with safety. All of that. And if we don't, then we will not experience the growth, that transformation, the learning that we desire. That we desire. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's good I'm just receiving that right now because that's just that's really beautiful and really powerful I'm happy to hear that (laughs) so some questions I pose for you to think about some homework for the teacher herself 
<laughs> I did my homework. <laughs> Yay! Um, one of the questions I asked you was that you believe a lot in balance. And how does that relate to setting goals? And why is balance important? So balance, what does that even mean? What does that look like? Just, I'd love for you to share your expertise in that. Oh my days, I have so much to say about balance. We could uh, we could speak forever. But um, choices and decisions we make uh, should be based on balance to begin mm-hmm. with. And I that's why I think that life is about choices. And um, the aim of our choices is to find the balance. Uh, Eastern philosophy talks about the yin and the yang, for example, yeah? And uh, those two elements need each other. There's no absolute yin and there's no absolute yang, but there's rather a mix of energies that brought together will bring balance to our lives. So when you set goals, they have to be tangible. Uh, However, to find a balance and make those goals tangible, you need to consider the intangible factors. Uh, you need to consider them because they may interrupt or slow down your goals. And when you're prepared to face challenges which arise along the way and deviate you from your goal, you will find balance in what you are doing. You will find balance in what you are aiming for. The acceptance that there will be challenges along your way Mm. and the preparation to deal with the challenges definitely allow you to advance uh, and to find a balance. Mm. So I end up saying that balance is a way of life and it's important because to find it, we learn to deal with different emotions. We learn to deal with different feelings. We learn to deal with different situations and to accept that things cannot always go according to plan. Things cannot always Mm. go according to targets. So we need to rethink. And that is what I believe is part of finding a balance. And that's why I believe it's very important. It's a a journey. Yeah. Hmm. Because without it, without this balance, we're going to feel like failures. (laughs) Like we're going to feel like because it's recognized because and I why I say that and you crush me if this is wrong but when we come with it and it's like hey this path is not going as planned because this challenge just came up if we look at it of oh well I'm supposed to be able to do this I can't like this happen I now failed in this avenue to even get me here it's we take on that as ourself rather than what can I learn how can I process what else can I do what can I prepare what can I accept and then how can I learn differently? How can I actually go down a different path? How can I find that that's, this balance is the acceptance of learning. That's the willingness to learn. And it's that we don't have to have it all put together. We don't have to be this perfect version. Exactly, exactly. And uh, one thing I could say about that is uh, I, I wrote a sentence that I actually liked and I wrote, distance yourself from stressful thoughts by changing the way you think about them. Be more solution-oriented rather than the specialist in procrastinating. Mm. And it's exactly uh, coming along with, uh, with what you say, because many times 
everything that doesn't work, we see it as our failure. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not failure. It's simply uh, a challenge along the way. And what do we do with challenges? We learn from them in order to be better. So I see what people consider a failure, an opportunity, new opportunities to do things differently, new opportunities to learn differently, and new opportunities to progress and find better mm -hmm. versions of ourselves. That's good. Oh, <laughs> thank That's you. really good. Because, and I want you guys listening to hear that and maybe go back those 15, 30 seconds and listen to that again, because that is speaking to the truth. It's how do we distance ourselves from that stressful thought? Tweak it, change it, look at it differently. We don't have to be tied to this one thought. We can look at it differently. We can be free of that control, that power that that thought really controls us. I'm a failure. We believe that. And it sucks us dry. It keeps us stuck, keeps us overwhelmed. It keeps us in that survival mode where we are not able to freely process and think. Our mind is very clouded. But if we can refocus it differently, it's a challenge. Or you know what? It's an opportunity. I love that. It's an opportunity to learn and grow. Yes. That if we focus it that way, there's there's more possibilities. My mind feels like, oh, what can I learn? Like rather than uh, I failed, just ugh, like it's a very different experience, but it's the same situation. It's just a different powerful thought, different. Exactly. It's different energy. And remember the the, the energy is about renew being renewed. So bring the negative, bring out the negative energy and creates positive energy out of the negative energy recycle it in such a way that it will serve you positively mm. yeah i like that mm. <laughs> so the next question i asked was how can you help people find success in setting goals as it relates to their health and well-being? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, a lot of the very first thing that I realized when I started online and with that business and talking to people is that uh, people separate uh, success with uh, and health. People separate their businesses and their health. But I'm thinking that you do need your health and your well your well-being in order to have a successful business or in order to thrive in life. So the very first thing, the very first focus should be yourself, being well and feeling good and find a healthy um, find yourself mentally and physically healthy. Now, uh, we start by talking about the brain. The brain is a machine that controls the whole body, right? So I always say that balance starts in your brain. And why do I say that? Because you, you need, it's need a balance between go time and rest time. And most of the people tend to activate the go button. Always go, always go, always go. 
and they neglect the rest button. Now, if you think about the brain as a machine, every machine needs unplugging, recharging, um, resetting. So when you always activate the go button of your brain, you, you don't allow it to, to, to rest. Yeah. And uh, so when setting your goals, consider factors uh, that can impact your productivity. Um, I'm thinking about did, did your immediate environment, your health and focus, and all the mental aspects aspect of your work and how to separate them from your day life. What do I mean by that? I will start with environment. The, the, the space needs to be welcoming. You need to want to be, to be there when you start working, yeah? You need your work environment to be welcoming. And when your work environment is welcoming, you instantly feel happy. So mm -hmm. that means that when it comes to your mental health, you're already preparing yourself to a positive journey because your mindset is starting with, posit with positiveness, yeah? Yeah. And you will settle uh, in for the day with a smile, with, mm -hmm. with um, energy, with uh, motivation. Now, when it comes to health directly, there are two factors that we have to consider, the mental health and the physical health. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to the mental health, there's so much to be said. I wrap it up by saying that I recommend to have a planner. You need to have your mind, your brain has to become your planner. <laughs> and you need to plan your day, you need to set your goals, you need to focus within the working hours that you set in your planner. And that's very important because that will allow you boundaries, that will allow you to remain sane. And in your planner, you should have time off for yourself. You should have time to reflect and focus. Uh, another thing is it's recommended to avoid working late at night or closing the computer just right before going to bed or working on your days off. Uh, off. When you set a day off, respect that day off. Uh, so if you can't avoid working late, for example, make sure you compensate during the day by resting. You know, if you're tired during the day, take a nap. Now, your planner will not have a, a time for a nap, but if your body requests and your mind requests a rest, switch off. Take that nap. It doesn't need to be hours, but it's going to, you know, give you the energy that you need yeah. in order to continue. Uh, now, unplugging is key. When working online, you're always reachable, right? So please turn off, uh, I recommend to turn off um, notifications, set up autoresponders, step away from your devices when you need to. Your mind and your body needs to recharge. Mm. So plan activities which make you happy, uh, spend quality time with your loved ones, go out, meet friends, set time for your self-care. I always think that, uh, I call it the me time. I feel in my journey as a parallel preneur that that me time oh has just been fantastic nothing nothing derives me from it like it, it's a must i need time off for myself 
It doesn't need to be an hour, three hours, or even 10 minutes where I can read, I can relax, I can do something. It's so, so, so empowerful, empowering. Now, some people have told me it's easier said than done. Yes, it is. But at the same time, it's a habit. How do you get into a habit? You train yourself into that habit. You repeatedly do it. After a while, your mind, your brain will tell you, hey, I like that nap. Hey, I like that time off. Can you please take, can we please have it again? That mo- can we please have that moment? Your brain and your body reclaim it. Mm. Yeah. And uh, so that's what I say. I always tell people, remember that we can form a good, a good um, habits with good patterns. Yeah. And we can form habits with bad patterns. Mm-hmm. And it comes down to choices again. Mm. Yeah. And when you find the right balance in your habit forming, uh, when actually, no, when you don't find the right balance in your habit forming, your health is affected. Uh, we're talking about less energy, less productivity, high stress level, mood swings, sadness, burnout, often feeling that there's no other alternative. So you, you feel like you're stuck there, that I have to say you're not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's choices. Build up a form good patterns. Now, when it comes to physical health, when planning your day and setting your goals, make sure to include time to move. Regular breaks, stretching by your desk, go out for a walk. Fresh air clears your mind and enhances your mood and your productivity. And in my case, for example, if I don't have time to go out because I have two meetings, I ran up and down the stairs. In my or do you make do with what you got? Yeah, yeah. but your body needs movement. Yes. Exactly. Oh <laughs> my goodness. I, I stretch, I run up and down the stair. It's because I'm like, I, I feel my, my, my back hurts me when I've been abusing, like sitting long hours. Yes. Back pains, you feel them. And also remember that you can, at long term, um, lack of uh, movement can create heart problems, um, obesity, uh, obesity mm-hmm. you know, back problems. So it's very important to move, to move. So that's why I'm saying that when it comes to your, your goals and your productivity and your, sex, your success, mental and physical health are very, very important. Mm. You yeah. must acknowledge them. You must honor them. You must create habits that yes. align to optimize that health. Because if you don't, things will fall apart. You won't achieve what you need to. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's good. <laughs> nice. Is there anything else that you'd like to share? I mean, everything you have shared has just been so good. I'm just receiving it and soaking it up. (laughs) No, I think I like to share just tips, like general tips. I've mentioned a lot of things. So you need to to remember to sleep and rest, Mm -hmm. take time off, review your agenda. That's one thing that as a successful entrepreneur, you have to do. When you review your agenda on a regular basis, you're able to, re- to see 
what works, what doesn't work, what could be improved. And, uh, you know, by, by doing that, that uh, exercise, you realize along the way that, oh, maybe I have some skills that I could, I would need in order to be more productive in my business and in order to ensure better results in my business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those are the kind of, those are tips that I would give. And also automation is very good. Autoresponder, email list, programming, they are a good support for your success. And in your success, you also include your health and your wellness because they have to be there. When you do things on automation, you spend less time uh, online uh, chasing. People come to you as well, rather than you always going out there trying to find people. And uh, as I say, distance yourself from stressful thoughts. Change them. Change them to positive one. Your objective is to live the lifestyle that you want, not to become slave of your work. So that would be the last thing that mm. I would add. I love that. When I think, you know, these apply to business, they also apply to life. They apply to any aspect of exactly. how do we have that quality rest and sleep? How do we review our agenda? I mean, this literally, I'm like, my husband and I have been talking about this, how each week or each month can we set an agenda time where we just reflect and say what's going well, what's not, what can we improve on? And it's not to pinpoint us, it's to create the life that we want. Because if we're not taking that time to reflect, life is going by, all of a sudden we're doing things that we don't want to do and doesn't have priority in our life, but we're not stopping and reflecting on those moments to really make the life that we want to. Like, like you've said, you keep saying we have the choices. It is, it is up to us to create the life that we want. And if we're not taking the time to recognize that we're even making those choices, maybe it's consciously or subconsciously, well, start to become conscious of the decisions that you do want to make and start to make those choices to create the life you desire. Yep. I totally agree with you. Yes. Oh, I'm just like, okay. So putting down a note for me to sit down with my husband and make our (laughs) meetings actually consistent because is it a habit right now? No, no, it is not. (laughs) And once it becomes, and it's like natural. And then it's like, yes, I want this. I do want to connect with this. I do want to improve. I do want to grow. Right now it's like, because it's not a habit because it is kind of foreign. Um, But I love how you said like our brain, our body is naturally going to be like, that feels good. I want more of that. And we're going to move in that direction. But until we give our body that, it's not going to know a difference. Exactly. We have to remember that uh, it's it's like programming. If you think about your body as a, a machine, it's horrible. Some people don't like that term. They immediately don't call my body a machine, but, I, but your brain is, think about it as a machine. You need oil, you know, think about the car. Your car needs maintenance. <laughs> you need to change the oil from time to time. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but our body is exactly the same. Yeah. If you don't process the right information, if you don't give it, if you if you don't refresh it, if you don't give it uh, 
how do you call it, uh, good habits, of course it's not going to function properly. You can't expect it to do, you can't expect your body to do things without you. Your brain and your body needs to be in harmony. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. everything needs to work together. And as you say, it's in all aspects of life. It's not even uh, re, um, with regard to work. And many times when you you manage to, to set those habits, you will realize that uh, you will be able to apply those habits in your private life as much as in your work. And you will be more organized and you will be prepared for surprises because you're learning how to deal with everything that don't go as planned. You deal with it. You don't ignore it because it's too painful to deal with. You find a solution. You grow and you move forward. You don't ignore. Yeah, and many times it's easier to ignore a problem, but by ignoring it, it uh, it escalates. <laughs> and if it doesn't escalate, it will come back. Yeah. So this to just find a solution. Yeah. Yep. Work, work around it. Yeah. And if you can't find a solution, sometimes I'm like, then let it go. There's not, we don't always have questions to everything. You don't always have solutions to everything. And sometimes if you feel that the solution might be there, but the outcome of it will not be satisfactory because that is not what you want, then you realize that, all right, this is something I want to let go because it's not contributing to my happiness. It's not contributing to my success. And often people struggle there because they fall in love with something and they are convinced that that's the right thing. And they fall in love with someone and they are convinced that that's the right person. But sometimes you have to let go. Mm. And that's the part that people struggle with. Let's Mm. go. Because what's your wisdom when it comes to that? If they let go, what can come? Something better. I always believe that when you let go something that brings you negativity, something better is awaiting. New opportunities await. I am a strong believer in that. Yeah. Because you give yourself the opportunity you deserve. And many times, a lot of people believe that they don't deserve new opportunities. They don't deserve new chances. And uh, they believe in fate, like, okay, this is happening to me because I made a wrong choice. Again, you call it a choice. So yes, it's happening maybe because you made a wrong choice, but it's never too late to make the right choice. There's nothing wrong with you. You just have to change the way you see things. You have to analyze things in new perspectives. Mm -hmm. And that's very important. So I always believe that when you let go, the bad, a something good uh, comes along the way. Mm. It might not come straight away because, of course, you have. You, I always say that uh, when when you you are in pain, you need that time. We we all need time where we process the pain. We all need time where we deal with the pain because we all deal with the pain differently. But there's no way you can live with the constant pain. At some point, we all have to reach the point where, okay, now I have dealt with you. 
we did. Took me three months, took me one year, took me two years, but now it's time to move on. And that's why I believe that you can only move on to something better mm. if you make the choice to move to something better. Yeah. So for all you listening, start to think about what are the things that you maybe need to let go of so you have the choice and the opportunity to move to something better. Yes. That is why. It's not let go, be in misery, be in pain, be in grief forever. It's know that you deserve an opportunity to experience something better. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you... you you you're totally entitled to 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 have that uh, to 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 feel the pain. You're totally entitled to to process the pain. I think we all have to do that. We process it at different stages, yeah, and uh, different lengths. But the outcome should be the same. The light. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I love that. Mm. Well, if people want to get in contact with you and learn from you more, how can they do that? All right. Um, I I have my business card. I've learned, oh my God, I've learned so many <laughs> new things in my journey. So I, I, I made a, a business card. So people can contact me on my online business card in there. I'm on YouTube, not YouTube, sorry. <laughs> I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Facebook, um, I'm on Instagram. I have a group, uh, a health and wellness group, um, uh, and aging gracefully. Yes. So, and I'm Emily Christensen with CH. So I can share my details. Yep, and I'll put that in the description. So anyone who wants to listen and yes. explore that and see, they can go to you. Um, cause this, I tell my listeners this every time and I'm going to say it every time is my desire. My hope for you guys is to find the healing and the growth that you want. And it is finding someone you trust, finding someone you feel safe with and someone that you feel like really gets you. So if Emily's approach is what connects with you, reach out to her. Or if it's my approach, or maybe it's not any of the approaches you've listened to, but there's going to be many more to come. It is about finding who connects with you. And then when it does connect, then jumping in and taking the time and the effort to make this change happen. So these choices can actually happen and then these habits can be developed. So this greatness, this joy, this opportunity in your life can be good. Um, I want that for you. And I know, Emily, I'm sure you do for them as well. Yes, I do. I do. I work for people, as I say. If they, if it was not for people, I wouldn't have a business. Mm-hmm. So I dedicate my time to helping people mm-hmm. because it's thanks to them that I'm also feeling good. I'm yeah. feeling good when I can make a change in somebody's life. When I can transform somebody because I learn as well along the way. I learn to be a better person. I love that. When I think for me, people, if people are wondering what my top three values are, it's first calm, then it's connection, and then it's to learn. And I feel just as you just said in my work, I get to be blessed 
to learn from my clients every session. I mean, it's every session. I sit back and you said the gift is when you listen and you just allow their wisdom to come out. Yes. It's beautiful. And it's so insightful. And I think people just aren't even aware of how many giftings and wisdom and insights they have. Yes. People are not aware of it. Absolutely not. And uh, some people ask, uh, yeah, but what am I good at? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just, I just, you know, I ask them, what are you good at? Mm-hmm. Because I think that uh, um, when you are looking into yourself, you, you, the, the healing starts when you are able to recognize your own skills and uh, what you are able to do. And yes, you can improve them after, but uh, it's n- it's not helpful when you tell somebody, yeah, but you're good at this. As long as the person doesn't see it, as long as the person doesn't acknowledge that actually you're, yeah, I'm good at that. Yeah. You could tell them a hundred times, but you're good, but you're good. But there has to be that acceptance that, wow, I do have a talent. I, I, I am good at some, yes, actually, I'm, yes, I'm good at it. And that, that's what I want to share. That's what, that's the knowledge that I want to, mm. you know, uh, to share with others. And that's very important. How do people foster that acceptance? How do they grow in that? Because I think there's so much in our mind and in our body that wants to repel that, that we're not good enough, that we're not worthy, that we're all oh, those lies that. Yeah. <laughs> well, they look at what they have accomplished and they look at what they can. The the as I say, when you swap to the to positive thoughts, mm-hmm. uh, you start seeing things in different perspectives. And one of the things is actually seeing what you're able to do and to recognize that wow, I'm the one who did that. Wow, am I capable of doing that? Yes, that's my work. Mm-hmm. That that's my acknowledgement. And sometimes I tell people tell me, yeah, but I don't have a business, for example. How can I say that I'm good at something. I'm like, well, um, let's look into your your life. What do you do? Which talent do you have? What makes you happy? What are you able to do? This is what you're good at. People sometimes think that what you're good at has to be perfect, has to be like the best. It's not always like that. You know, cooking, just cooking is a knowledge. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I tell you, do you love cooking? Do you have a passion for cooking? What do you like to cook? I'm like, there we go. You, you're good at making an omelette. If you, you, you know what I mean? You, you don't need to be a master chef in order to be good in a kitchen, for example. And uh, so people through their journey discover themselves. And when they, they go into that discovery journey is when they are able to see for themselves what they are able to do. And it's when they're able to find out what they can improve because we all have different talents and yeah. it's very important to realize that, wow, my talent is different from yours. So I have something I can teach you. I love that. And it's that we do have things to offer this world. We are a gift and we've been born with these talents or we've acquired these talents. And how can we bless others with it to help them advance and to grow as well? 
motivation, mm-hmm. mindset. Yeah. That's the hardest part. Ugh. Well, any final words, any final tips, any final anything that you would like to say? Not at all. I'm very happy that you invited me and that uh, we connected. Um, as you mentioned earlier, we had a special connection. We did. It was <laughs> and, <interesting>. uh, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. And uh, if there's one thing I will say is what we have talked about. Uh, I would tell people, be yourself, be genuine. Don't try to be somebody you're not because then you will have to keep faking somebody you're not. Uh, the best way to deal with yourself is to be yourself. The best way to deal with other people is to be yourself. Mm. And acknowledge that not everybody will like you. Not everybody will feel comfortable with you. So, yeah. But accept, accept it. Mm. That's, that's the last thing that I would have to share. Mm. Well, thank you so much. This is an absolute joy. Thank you so much. <laughs>